everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Knife Nuts podcast. We decided to do this like a couple hours ago. Spur the moment. This is very impromptu. So if you thought we're bad usually with organization, get ready for something even completely worse. Yeah. And but it's we- FAQ, so we're going totally off the cuff reading questions at random. Yeah, and we also wanted to supplement some of the SHOT Show stuff because there actually was a little more to talk about as soon as we uploaded the podcast. Yeah, I, I mean, this is going to be like the Cameron freestyle on Rap City. I got to keep the obscure hip-hop references going. I'll, I'll throw that uh. one in there. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are rolling hey, really hard. Yeah, you were alive for when Cameron was popular. Don't Don't say that. I was alive for when Cameron was popular. You were, you old motherfucker. Um, so earlier today, we asked for people to give us questions, and you guys actually showered us with pretty decent questions. This is like the first time this has actually happened. Don't don't get us wrong. You also showered us with some really horrible questions too, and some incredibly savage burns. So I just gotta. I don't, can we start this by just giving a shout out to birdshot people for just oh yeah, fucking destroying. Oh, Jason Browse. Oh, this is bad. This is bad. This- Re- go ahead and read it. Okay. Um, it is on Levon, so let me bring this up. Judging by Jason Browse's hairline, not covered by the flat brimmed hat, how many months is he from a midlife crisis? <laughs> Frankie, you are oh, you are savage. A hell of a woman. God damn. I'm gonna have to put some uh, bomb sound effects in under that one. Jeez. Jeez. Yes. That's crazy. I. Th- I th- I think our negative demeanor is rubbing off on our listeners. I like it. They're they're one-upping us. It's true. <laughs> you mean pretty soon I'll be acceptable? Yeah. You're going to be the nice guy yeah. soon. You're, you're, you're actually borderline as we speak, buddy. That's the, the final form of this podcast. In 10 years, we all sound like Brian and talk like Brian and feel the way <laughs> well, Brian does inside. Well, it's funny because um, <laughs> Sasha has, the, the guy who blows glass, he, he came down this year to help me at Blade. And he was from, I think, Oregon first, and now he's in North Carolina. And, like, when he goes home, he says he's, like, an, an angry bastard for a couple of days until he, you know, settled, until I wean out of his system. <laughs> that's funny, because oh, that's, that's the most you've spoken the entire career of the podcast right there. That, that so? was another question I saw. Yeah, well, exactly. Why does Brian not talk? One of the great questions. I, I have, I'm going to answer that. It's because he slips in and out of like consciousness due to his glaucoma <laughs> prescription. <laughs> yeah, it's a prescription for the severe glaucoma. He just nod, well, nods off sometimes. I did notice the other night, the, when I listened back to the podcast the other day, I said, wow, he missed like all, all these things. And then I realized, you know, I'm, I probably had my speaker on mute while I was saying half that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's true. You do always go on mute. Just, just nodding off, man. Jeez. What are you going to do? All right. Uh, so shall we? Also, get, you get what you pay it's for. In Brian's, it's in Brian's contract that he's allowed to keep working uh, on knives while he, no, while we're recording. That's so. actually true. Or hand hand rubbing S ninety is, is how I put it. I think on Instagram today. That's actually yeah, no, true. Yeah, I actually when we're in here, I normally take it for take it easy because you guys would hear too many noises. I kind of just 
Just chill. I pace. Actually, I pace. You pace. I'm glad you're that yeah. committed to the podcast that you're pacing furiously, trying to come up. So with you say, yeah, basic- I'm on my feet all fucking day in this little in this in this garage, and now you guys got me here at fucking night. So <laughs> is there enough? Is there enough room for you to pace in that garage, or are you sort of sidestepping back and forth? He, he, well, he, I, I, he clamps I himself in the hospital. He writes a code <laughs> to fucking pace and gets in the, <laughs> the only space. In the- uh, yes, perfect. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. No mill, please. So as we mentioned, this is a Q&A episode. We're going to go through it and, and get some questions answered. And maybe I'll go live. I don't know. We'll see if it works. Yeah. Yeah, go live. All right. This is going to be a disaster. It'll be fun. All right. Who, 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 Dave, who wants to start out? I guess I'll yep. read one of my questions. Yeah, read one of your questions. All right. Let me let me just uh, get on here. Let's see what a, what a good one looks like. Uh, let me start at the top. <laughs> Knife Life Mike wants to know how I met my cat. I'll save that for later. That's who Quincy is? I didn't even understand the question. <laughs> yeah, Quincy is my cat. All right. Quincy came back up a number of times. Uh, mm. Quincy is actually becoming the mascot. I don't even know how it's possible. I'm fine with it. Yeah. All well, right. Actually, actually, it was my cat, but that peed on your knife case. That too. The two of and, them together. Uh, and that's a hot topic. Mm. <laughs> Yes, or a hot take. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, uh, you know, I didn't support any uh, cat executions. I love Lucy, and she loves me. And she's lucky for her; she's not a donkey. That's true. <laughs> All right. So Joe Schmo, um, did you guys watch the Greg Medford Blade HQ video? I didn't yeah. because I usually, if I see a YouTube video and Greg Medford's in it, I don't click on it. Okay, so you know how Greg Medford, Medford is pretty much the most politically incorrect human being on the face of the earth? He's like a WWE heel character at this point. Yeah, he makes Brian look like, um, I don't know, uh, give, me a, give me a very left-wing politician. That's not Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> the rent is too damn high. Yes, yeah, okay. the, the rent is too damn high guy. Oh. <laughs> there, there we go. Of course, say- we picked a very, a very well-known politician. Anyway, so he asks, Joe Schmo asks, do you think Greg, Greg Medford had killed someone after seeing the Blade HQ interview? And he asked this, I pre- presume, because it was the pairing of, it was such a yin and yang combo. Because, um, what's the gentleman's name Zach. from Blade HQ? Zach uh, was interviewing Greg Medford. And, and Zach is very cordial, polite. Um, very PC, a great representative for, for the knife community. And then you got Greg Medford, who is just a bulldozer. Said, I don't really know how to even. I'm sure there was a lot of uh, look aw- at awkward nodding. Look at this blade. Doesn't it just make you want to stab someone? Yes. <laughs> so uh, he, I mean something. Yes. So there were, there were a lot of awkward moments like that, but mainly it was, he wasn't doing the knife community any, any, uh, services by, by basically calling out how his knives make you want to murder people. Yeah, let's perpetuate those stereotypes. <laughs> but hey, hey, no, he's not doing that because he's got a comic book series that teaches kids about how knives can be used for I don't know what the fuck does I don't I don't read his fucking comics. The man's got a comic book series about his knives. So why would you make a comic book where you're not killing people? It's like, oh wow, I gotta cut this rope, and then you gotta illustrate that shit. Because it's apparently supposed to make little kids get into knives, but somehow I think the get little kids the would like the part out. where you kill people with them better. A little kid can't even lift one of his knives. Yeah, seriously. 
gonna like anyway. break an infant's arm with a pra- uh, praetorian tie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I have to say, some of the knives that he showed, I like them. Uh, yeah, like some of the designs are okay. I like them. What's that one I like, uh, Jake? The oh shit, he does like the big like a one. Married normal. couple, you ask him what knife you like. He knows what I'm talking about. The Marauder. <laughs> well, the, the Marauder yeah. went from went is from uh, three sixteenths to one eighth. It is the Marauder. Yeah, it is the. That's Marauder. like the he best like design. A, it did like a thin Marauder. Yeah, but like the completely flat scales yeah. with just show. with just the tiniest amount of chamfering is pretty lame. I still don't think it looked bad. I mean, it looks nice, but like, how much is that going to cost? Six hundred dollars. I don't know. Kind of want. Yeah, kind of want, <laughs> but I'm not going to pay for it. Also, he has like a, a lower price line coming out. They're aluminum handled button lock flippers that are hand ground uh, in the $350 range. Uh, still too much. Yeah. That's like the Brian Tyne Fred stuff. It's progress. It's like the, the Grateful Dead and Friends knives. I'm not yeah, going to buy those for $350. That might be the worst name for a knife company ever is Brian Ty and Friends. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. That might be what keeps Brian Ty, like, you know, solvent because of the Canadian. Alive not- in our hearts. <laughs> yeah, I, it will keep his estate solvent because of the Canadian <laughs> knife law changes. Because they're based out of Pennsylvania somewhere. Erie, oh. I guess. And uh, so. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's. Might have to rely on that because being a knife maker in Canada can't be too great right now. I'm never getting my tiebreaker back. Oh, is it is it at Brian's right now? It's it's in Canada. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're definitely not getting that because what? How's the oh, ghost going to use come it? Come this way. Yeah, but can't they ship it here? They could ship it here, but we just can't ship it to them. I oh, think. he he might be right. Yeah, it is that. Um, yeah. So Brian yeah, Ty lives on importation. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen the movie Ghost, and Patrick Swayze couldn't touch people or touch objects, so I don't know how he's going <laughs> to fix your knife. <laughs> I don't know, some sort of ghostly telekinesis. Yeah, he's going to have to possess uh, Whoopi Goldberg's body so that she can fix your knife. <laughs> or Brian Lie. <laughs> all right. All right, so Pete Patrick we, we, didn't, we didn't answer his question at all, which is even great. What was his question? Uh, do you think Greg Medford had killed someone after seeing the Blade HQ interview? <laughs> he was what, in the Marine Corps? I don't I don't know what his service is. Let's just, let's just say no. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Let's not make it hot for I'm, Greg Medford. I'm sure he, I don't know. He looks like he has a sense of humor. He just doesn't have a filter. He does not. I mean. I, I'm, warm, I'm warming up in favor of Greg yeah, Medford and not the other I way. I agree. So I'm not. I'll, I'll, I'll say he probably hasn't stabbed anyone since, High since school. he was in service. Yeah, since he was in the service and it was uh, part of his job. Brian, you are lucky that we have the foresight to edit things you say because that man just goes straight to YouTube with his videos. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> he just had one one too many scandals, I'd say. All right, uh, Dave, have, you got a good question for us? Uh, I'm going to say it's not a good one. So this one's from Brand Cron. He's very upset at us about the <laughs> Megalodon pocket clip since we've talked about that knife so much. Shit goes in and out of my pocket, no problem, bro. Yeah, I have no problem yeah. with that pocket whatsoever. <laughs> nope. Sorry, maybe you need new pants. Yes, dude. get new pants. We'll buy you pants. We're not going to buy you pants. Why? Stop. We cannot buy everybody everything. <laughs> we really <laughs> can't. That used to be your solution. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send you old pants that we wore at one point. They'll be we'll valuable to, we'll, in the future. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to the, what do you call it, the Salvation Army and find a pair of pants. And Luke, Luke Albert and uh, Brian Cron, I think I already, 
I think I answered that question uh, in a story earlier where I threw my <laughs> Megalodon into the diaper pail. Yes, that was great. Which was not staged. That was a dirty diaper pail. And I did have to go in and fish that knife out of. That's the kind of dedication uh, I want for the podcast. Good job. I'd- yeah, man, I had to. I had to I had to wash it in the sink with soap like it was a dish and, and get water all up in my bearings and everything. Oh, no. no you're gonna have to uh, but I did it for it. you. <laughs> I will say that... I did it for you. Brancrod did mention the Kaiser Kier, the TK Dives one. That has the worst fucking clip of all time. You were right about that. So, thanks for the question, Brancrod. Well, there's bad there's bad bad clips for pants, and then there's bad clips for Life. hands. Do you you remember the like clip gate with the Microtech DOC? Oh yeah, no, this is a bad one. Like you got it onto got your pocket, and it literally you couldn't get it. You had to like cut your pocket off of your jeans to get it out. Yeah, it's like it's a pants shredder. I mean, it yeah, wasn't even shredder. It just it would not let go. It was like the fucking like alligator of pocket clips. Like, it just clamped down, and you're and you could never get it out of your pocket. It was awful. The, truly. the alligator of pocket clips. It's superlatively awful. Mm. That was like a like a grade school analogy. I know. I you know I'm not on with the metaphors today. <clears throat> I did a lot of. I didn't work that what? much. I didn't actually work that mm. much. <laughs> but yeah, the oh the DOC clip. Yeah, that's a throwback because nobody cares about that knife anymore. What's funny is I had a DOC. Who the hell is this? Oh, it's someone's coming to my door. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on one second. Oh. And Levon dies on the podcast, but yeah, and I no, it's actually my buddy. Hold on. Well, I'm glad he. Uh, so we got we're gonna have a guest apparently, unscheduled guest, and it's always on Levon's side. First it was his mom, and now it's uh, this person who's gonna murder him. So transition. Yes. Back to the podcast. Sorry about that. We should, everyone would come back in laughing. <laughs> Three, two. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, you guys are dicks. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. I think Jake, it's your turn. There will be no question who is the most mental. <laughs> you were you were waiting the whole time to do that. Uh, you almost made me spit my, my drink out all over the place. My pay, my yeah, I didn't have uh, as many usable questions. Uh, the most direct question was for Men Fresh Six, and it says, "Whose turd did you cut and have to get the that last Strider pick?" It's referring to a hashtag "Use Your Shit Strider Pick," where it's uh, covered in brown turd-like substance. But that was actually shingles, uh, because I did hashtag use my shit at one point. He's talking uh, shing- just like roof shingles, not like yeah, like roofing, not like, like cutting roofing shingles. <laughs> yeah. He's cutting blisters off. The yeah, head I was cutting the shingles Jesus off of Levon's neck. Or <laughs> Could you guys please not flay each other? That's absolutely. Also, you couldn't have, have so many times. You couldn't have picked a worse knife to do it because no way that Strider cut well. Mm-mm. He's gonna argue the. Uh, opposite. I, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I, don't, I think I didn't put an edge on that one. So yeah, maybe it didn't cut well. I don't know. Well, um. Which one was it? Honestly, the the red. That, it was the uh, my second NSN. Oh yeah. Not with the HRD. Were those are real? I always assume those were fake. The NSN. Yeah, because they were so much cheaper. The NSN SMFs. Yeah, they're real. Yeah, I I I tried to find fakes to see uh, you know what I should be looking out for when acquiring and selling them, but uh, I didn't. I never saw one, so I don't know. Uh. The rest of the question, I mean, custom makers that are no-goes for you guys, I mean, that that's scandalous. That Do we want to get into something like that? <laughs> Watches and lights. I'll have a no-go light 
oh comp- manufacturer really because I, I don't know i'm too I'm too easy on my my lights Nike nightcore is nightcore bad yeah i just i don't care it's not, i don't know if they're bad or good i just don't care they're just too expensive uh, pound for pound and feature for feature they're so much more expensive but then again if we go over to the gun uh the gun side of things like i'm i, I don't need a surefire because i don't i don't need to make sure that recoil isn't damaging the innards of my flashlight that i actually don't have mounted to a rifle so yeah i don't know i mean uh, custom makers or manufacturers for a knife for knives like we talking I, th- I think he meant custom custom makers he, so he's he said both yeah makers that are no go i mean the thing is with custom makers like you you literally have to actively seek out the ones you want to spend the money for so there's a lot of custom makers that i'm not going to actually buy from not because i may not not because i dislike what they're doing or whatever it's it's not for me yeah i would say the ones to avoid are the ones who have stolen people's money and it's pretty easy to find that out just you know troll the forums go to the the feedback sections on the usn and and blade if you see an if you see a knife that you like by a maker yeah exactly just do your research that's really all there is to it there's no i don't really have any like horrible hate story about any custom maker yeah i mean like i have one bad story but you know like it's just, I know your story. Yeah, I'd just rather not even relay it. But yeah, I, sh- I mean, I don't know. Just yeah, just do your research. That's the simplest thing. Like, especially if you're buying it, uh, I don't know, on the secondary market, and it, you know, you're not the original owner. Definitely, definitely figure out what you're getting into first. It's the best advice I can give. It made me want to give away the maker in like some, you know, cryptic way, like Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, uh, that's enough. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't have any. I don't, ha- I, I don't have anyone. Yeah, I don't have any no go lights. Um, I did have one of those Maritac double A's. Just like anytime you like screwed the threads together, just it automatically turned on. It, it would not stop. So I have. I guess that's the worst experience I've had with a flashlight. And then uh, watches. I don't know enough. We, we'd have to open that up to. Uh, like Okluma and Barrel and you know those those higher end custom uh, flashlight makers too, of which we own none. Yeah. Exactly, which is why we can't do that. So I have a really hard time, uh, you know, knowing what I know about flashlights and value and and uh, you know I have a really hard time ponying up a lot of money for a custom flashlight especially because it's going to be like dated pretty quickly since flashlight technology seems to move really fast since it's an electronic yeah much much quicker than knife technology yeah working since i work in technology too i see how fast this shit up the updates outdates i don't know i i like getting my flashlights cheap yeah yeah i'm it's like playing it's like chasing the blade steel game but instead of once every three or four years it happens four times a year well, i don't know this is this zebra light is i uh, guess technically an expensive production light and i would say it feels higher quality than some of the other production lights i've had but so the green tint is not as bad as i thought i definitely exaggerated on the last podcast it's there but you exaggerated yeah. um no i mean it turns out i had not used it on like a high enough setting that often um but i don't know it I think it was worth it for $80, even though there are such good, cheap flashlights. So maybe expensive flashlights in general just aren't worth it for the majority of people. 
I disagree. But but flashlight people would say the same of knives. Yes. Mm, yeah, Everybody's I guess true. Got their, but knives don't get outdated. Got their thing. Like the thing is, a knife is an and, enduring tool, or as a flashlight is again, what is it? It's microchip based at on some level, and that shit is going to be outdated and redundant. That's like buying a really nice mm. computer in a few years. It's still going to be an old computer. Like it's still going to be iPhone. dated mm-hmm. or yeah, mm-hmm. phone. So what you're saying is, if you buy a flashlight now in five years, it's not going to work as a flashlight for you. It will. It'll just be there'll be cooler, better <laughs> flashlights. <laughs> it won't work if you yeah. maintain a high level of enthusiasm well, for the sport, especially like when you the the flashlight you buy is probably like thirty five, forty, or say eighty bucks. In four years, if there's another flashlight yeah. that's a hundred times better, you got your money worth. You're probably just going to spend the 80 bucks and get that flashlight. Yeah, you already got your money's worth. Like, And most of these don't have lifetime warranties. Most flashlights, I don't think. Jake, fill me in there. But I haven't seen lifetime warranties. A lot of them A lot of them have really good warranties. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just solder new uh, new emitters and, and driver boards into my lights that I don't like anyway. So that point could be moot if you're good with a soldering iron and, and uh, you don't like your self or something. Uh, What's your fix to break ratio on that, Jake? Uh, let's uh, kind of like uh, the Wicked Edge, like uh, you know, you break like three, and then after that, you're good. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> but I was gonna say, and on the watch end, uh, those guys don't have to worry about any of this because they died in a fire in their Lamborghini already. <laughs> yeah. So, so they don't they don't have to worry about being outdated. That's true. I, I don't they, know. They they crashed while they were taking a picture of their of their dashboard and their I don't know. It's over. The joke is done. <laughs> oh, you're you're supposed to say a fancy watchmaker, Richard Meal. There we go. Um, okay, now we can move on. Okay, I mean, as far as watches go, like I think it's a, at least for fancy watches, it's a much more uh, calculated purchase. You kind of know what you're going to buy because you want it so badly, and you want it for a long time usually. Yeah, and I there are many impulse buys in the high end watch category, at least from in my uh, you know for my. Income. Yeah, unless you're like a Russian oil tycoon, like yes, if you're spending thousands upon thousands of dollars on a watch, don't do it as an impulse. <laughs> that seems like really common sense advice. Mm-hmm. So my next question, I'll skip the first part because it is also about avoiding companies. Um, but what what are some knife sale and purchase regrets? I will say that there are some customs I bought that have lost their value dramatically. <laughs> So I got a Marfion Tachyon 3 Battle Song, and I think that's the biggest hit I've ever taken on a knife. Um, that was bad. I think I I traded into it and sold stuff, so like I didn't really pay the full amount, but I think the retail for it was like 1100 I sold it for 450 That one hurt. That one hurt really mm-hmm. bad. But uh, the only other purchase I regret was a uh, Andre de Villiers Butcher because that was a fucking adventure and a half with that thing. Yeah. So those are my my big regrets. Getting it or oh no, it was getting, getting it, it getting it fixed it or... was was fun. Okay. I got it back from South Africa with no edge on it, and then like he made and then Andre de Villiers started making all these wild accusations about me on you on my YouTube channel. I was like, that wasn't me. Like it was he was literally thinking of a different customer that he was mad at, like with a completely different problem, and it was it was very bizarre. <laughs> Uh, needless to say, oh I God. sold the edgeless. Like I'm telling you, like it was, it was it had the primary grind, and then it was just flat. <laughs> so yeah, I ended up getting rid of that thing, and I was very happy to get rid of it. That was probably my biggest knife regret. Yeah, 
was was buying. Bummer. That's my biggest purchase regret, and then my biggest sale regret is the Tachyon three. Yeah, because did, did the same guy write the question on on my Instagram too? Or oh yes, I should mention it. Question. It was Doughboy Warrior. Uh, is that who said it on mine? Because I think I have a similar question. Maybe we can answer both of them in the like the biggest regret. What do you have? Uh, what, what, what's your biggest purchase regret? My biggest purchase regret. You know, it's tough for me to say because eventually, any of the ones that I regretted purchasing made somebody else happy. Because <laughs> like, if I've sold it off, they like it. You know what I mean? Like, I got my money out of it. I've never like really, you know, eaten it on a. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't really know how to say this. Um, really? I mean, I I bought a brass. Um, oh, the Silent Soldier, right? The Silent Soldier. I mean, that thing was trash. Yeah, it was garbage. But I was, I was, it was early in my knife collecting. Too. Oh yeah, I'm trying to. There's got to be some terrible knife purchases I made early in my yeah, career. Like, a Sog Vulcan. I had the Sog Mini Vulcan Tanto with the VG10 laminate. Thought it was the baddest shit the world's ever seen. That was a. That was not a very good knife. I don't know how else to put that. Yeah, 2011 me was real convinced that that was like the pinnacle of knife making. So the the Silent Soldier that I got was a was a a special edition with no hole in the blade and titanium handles. Oh, was it the frame lock one? The frame lock. Oh, with the with the and the wiggle, wiggle blade. The most prominent de- detent rock of all time and as bad a as an even a grind as that steel will that the guy just sent us to our facebook page yeah uh, oh i would also say in retrospect biggest regret was buying so many striders and emersons at, at varying points in my naive years of collecting both of those were just like not worth the amount of money i spent like at least with the striders i got most of the money back but yeah, those, those were big regrets. That's, I mean, I really don't didn't like a lot. Uh, I mean, it went downhill for the performance series striders for me. That was like the beginning of the end for my strider collecting. Uh, but I didn't. I don't really regret buying. Them, yeah, I guess. I mean, it was certainly it was certainly a learning experience. Jake, you got any particularly terrible things? Uh, I'm gonna step out of character, and uh, I mean, one of the worst things that I saw was. Uh, as far as a production oversight was on a spider co. Ooh, that's <laughs> um, good. Yeah, I think I think there were two, maybe three. I could be it could be more uh, models that uh, used uh, ball bearings and the uh, <laughs> the the hardened steel washers that they you know uh, set in behind the bearings were. Uh, I think we talked about this not long ago, like five thousandths thicker they were thinner foil. than a piece of paper yeah. yeah like thinner than tin foil and any amount of pressure from the bearings caused them to just buckle and cup and then so then you had uh, like <laughs> that material scraping against the blade and the balls were just sitting in these rocky mountainous structures on the race and it, it was just a nightmare um and that uh, that as far as production oversights uh for me, that was like one of the worst ones I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And from a company, you would expect to, you know, wait until something is right. Coincidentally, the Spider Bite, the Spider Co. newsletter came out today about the improvements of the bearing system for the Advocate and all their other knives. And the Advocate's going back on sale um, to fix that. Yeah, Eric Eric mentioned that uh, at SHOT yep. Show as well. So, which is 
Yeah, that was probably why I'm thinking of it right now. Actually, yeah, that one that wasn't that wasn't good. Does anyone remember the? Did, so, did the Southern have this problem, or just did it not flip well in general? I don't think anyone knew what a good flipper was supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, when, when the did the Southern come out? Like 2014, 2013? I think it was even earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was still. I was. I feel like it was 2012. Definitely. Yeah, I was still in college. It was 2012. Yep, that mm. was not that good in retrospect. Certainly, certainly not compared to the demand. Yeah, when I mm. when I got my Riot Horizon A in comparison to it, I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> the <laughs> Southern was, yeah, the Southern was a missed opportunity. At that time, I had a whole bunch of ZTs. So yeah, I guess you know there weren't that many good flippers on the market. That's back when like bearings was a real revelation. So I remember the first knife I got with bearings, and I was like, "Oh my god!" god. Yeah. It was what? Yeah. Do you, what was it? Uh, you know uh, what it was? Zero Tom's five sixty. I'm guessing. Nope. Hmm. ZT eight hundred one. Eight hundred one. You were oh, you yeah. late to the bearing game. I was late to the. Bearing I was going to say. Game. I'm trying to think of what mine was, but. <laughs> but that was the second knife they released with. Bearings. Oh, uh, here we go. First one was a Microtech Whale Shark. That was my first mm. knife with bearings. Was a, that was a weird-ass knife. My favorite. I like that knife. My favorite part is I was getting off of my girlfriend at the time's bed. The pocket clip got caught on like a thread on her comforter. The shit bent, and I had to set it in for two months because I couldn't take the pocket clip off because <laughs> of the fucking Microtech screws. So I thought you were going to say she had like a water bed or some shit that been crazy. in your pocket punctured it, flooded her house, killed her cat. I don't think her parents would have disliked me anymore if I had done that, so I may as well that's, have. That's, that's, that's why the DOC clip became known as the fuck you clip. It just punctures waterbeds as you're It just life. ruins your life, yes. Um, I had a DOC. Yeah, that was uh, I, I don't know. I, I never handled the DOC. It just looked comical. I lusted for that night. Yeah, I mean, we all did. Mm. I wanted that whale shark so badly. I was obsessed with the whale shark for the longest time. I think that and, my, and the SOCOM Delta were my first knives with uh, bearings. I still have a SOCOM Delta. Somebody asked us, we're going on a turn here, but someone asked us about Microtech. I also am curious about when the new version of the Elite is coming out because it looks awesome. It does look good. It looks like a good business model for them, too. It's like they're marketing it properly. properly. Yeah, I mean, it's Torx screws, like mm-hmm. very nice Torx screws. I think they make them in-house. And I don't know, SOCOM Elite's always been a very good design, so yeah, I like it has that. potential, you know, if it ever comes out and it's not vaporware. That'll probably come out. Uh, well, I mean, they do well enough with the Ultratex and whatnot, but those just went up in $30 in price or something for 2018. Holy shit, really? Wow. Yeah, price hikes are real. Everybody's gotten them. That's a shame. I mean, that's that's life, right? At least it's not like this. the Poltergeist Works like $300 price hike from the last time he accepted orders. You're just worried about that one per- for personal. Oh reasons. yeah, this is a very much a me problem and not as much a you problem for our listeners, mm-hmm. unless they all just got on Jacob's <laughs> books that just opened up. Not like yeah, that. they're like also he went from USD to Euro, so fun. But yeah, that's very much a you problem. All right, who's up next? Oh, it's me. Yeah. If I've lost track, it's probably yeah. Oh, I see, Jake. That that recording is is in response to. N- to epic snuggle buddy saying among the hosts who is the most metal yes mm. we can have that debate at the end i don't think i don't think it's a question it was in my name for the longest time i thought your name was meta levon <laughs> not metal <laughs> evan metal evan yeah, are you metal evan it's, it's me metal evan i mean that could be your your metal alias 
It's not that cool, though. No, we'll just have a contest at the end. Name the most, because everyone knows when it comes to metal, the way the dick measuring contest is who likes the most obscure band and pretentious band. Oh, and we'll yeah. just name the most uh-huh. obscure, pretentious act that we like. And then that's how you guys can judge. Okay. All right. Question. Okay. Uh, I don't think I have anything. You have no other questions? We literally only did two. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Someone, someone asked. If- Biggest knife guilty pleasure. Oh, that's Epic Snuggle. No, it is not. It is N Fresh Six. Oh, okay. He gets like a little shout out somehow on like every episode. I didn't catch the one last episode when he said I caught that shout out. I was gonna be like, who? What? <laughs> he what bought. Out? He bought the triple uh, seven from me. Oh, okay. For a, it, a ridiculous amount of money. There's no other way to put it. All right. Uh, AKA market value on a on a herringbone. Yeah, it was market value. Awesome. <laughs> uh, knife guilty pleasure. I'm gonna go with Halloween themed knives. They're super corny, but for some reason I like it. And then I'm also gonna go with Italian stilettos, like AGA Campolin, like lever lock stilettos, as my other like super guilty oh. pleasure. <laughs> I thought that's just the kind of shoes you like to wear. What? That that I was get it. stilettos are freaking high heels, you uh, dingus. Oh god, I was think, trying to think of what a lever lock shoe was. Oh was my like, fucking <laughs> god. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of a leather lever lock shoe, and I was like, how how is this gonna work? I was like, is AGA Campbell in a oh shoe company? God. Someone on uh, listening to this laughed. I know it. It was a funny joke. Brian was probably on mute. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah, I'm so- not, sadly. Let us know if you laugh. What we're gonna look at. We'll send you a. a uh, Stop it! A brand, no, brand no knife, more. Uh, no more t-shirt. free shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> free shit, we we finally sent something to the uh, winner of our throw your shit in the creek challenge, aka the only person who entered. So look out for that, Graham. I also forget no one was beating that anyway. No, they weren't. I no. also neglected to mention um, tackle outdoors in the beginning of this podcast. I did while you were, I don't know, getting murdered or oh, whatever was happening sense. when you opened the door. For Maybe I should pre-record something and we could put it in the middle of the podcast. You should, because we really need something to break up the terrible parts of the podcast. Yeah, we'll like that. the dog, like when every now and then uh, you got to just dog train during a podcast. Yeah, when, when out of nowhere, someone shows up at your house and talks to you about their dog. Sit. Oh, he's doing it. Look. That did happen. What's uh, your knife? What's your knife? My knife guilty pleasure. Um, I like high quality knives with like trite imagery on them. Oh, like like Brian's like Brian's flame stuff. I have like a zombie. Uh, SOCOM. My SOCOM Delta is a zombie one. You still have the zombie? I still have a zombie one. No way. I I basically use it as a throwing knife. Can we just get a picture of like Le- of the Levon knife vault? Because I have no idea what you still I've, have. I've got a lot of have. stuff. He's not um, even he's not even certain what he has and doesn't have. No, it's true. Jake still thinks there's like an entire roll up of knives somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in my parents' house. Uh, there is. He's, he's still just th- lost to the sands of time. But I'm really into that. Like uh, I have that uh, cyclone with the Japanese maple leaves on it. I treasure that knife. <laughs> Yeah, I treasure it. Um, I don't know. I think that's like really my own guilty pleasure. Like if somebody made me something with a bunch of skulls on it, not Punisher ones, like regular anatomically correct skulls, I'd totally be into that. 
why aren't why aren't you out here spending your entire life savings on steel flame jewelry like these other fucking mm, because idiots? of the jesus <laughs> wait is steel flame oh yeah jesus? dude that's all those shields the crusader shields and shit like that oh yeah yeah, yeah the crusader shit um well just just like it's smart to it's smart to stay politically neutral. We also stay religiously neutral. Yeah, I'm just not for me. It's all great if you like to put crosses and lion heads and shit like that on your thing. I'll be here with my pentagrams and Satan. Well, that's why I, we need to make a Knife Nuts podcast uh, logo that is the daggers formed into a pentagram. Like, this is so oh my obvious. God, you're right. Yeah, how have we not done this? The limited edition patch. And if you call now, it done. If you call now, you'll get we'll a free double. T-shirt. We'll double your order. <laughs> <laughs> with a free pair of free t-shirt with the daggers made into pentagrams. We need to we need to limit the amount of patches we release so that people can sell these on eBay like super hypey style with slight color changes mm. on each one. Like a like a we do, we, lot of Horton patches I just saw. We need to have a serious talk about merch soon because there's a rumor that we're going to have a, like a booth or a table at Blade or something like that and we got to get on that. Yeah, everyone but us knows about what's apparently going to happen at Blade what, since we have nothing you're, nailed down. You're definitely not going to have a table because they're, I think, it's, booked out. Uh, or a, or a okay, so we're not yeah, going to have one of those. Say, none of that this has to be happen. done in, like, August. Yes, none of... none of. Can we get press passes? None of that is going to happen. I, if you, I can get you guys are, in there. That's not yeah, we'll be, are, are we journalists? We're, we're um, VIPs. I want the press pass. What? Yeah, we'll we'll get that. That's fine. You guys want to be in there Thursday, like everybody else buying shit at like the ass crack of dawn. Yeah. 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 I mean, we'll probably go to we'll go to Blade Show this year. We'll do that. I have never been as a spectator, so before I end up sitting in a booth for the entire time, I'd like to go see the show. So maybe it's best that we do that this year, and then next year we we pull out all the stops and have like a circus with us or something. Like like the bussy. Like the bussy uh, mm. booth or monstrosity. Jake, what's your knife guilty pleasures? It's going to be something super nerdy, isn't it? Uh, it's I, 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 I have so I have so little for this. Um, I'm going to have to. Uh, I think Levon's going to have to answer this for me. I don't know what's a guilty pleasure. It's Strider. Like that. I I, I was I was going to say the fact that I don't actually collect knives. Like I. I have this obsession with like getting rid of whatever it wasn't the best for this category when I find the new best for that category. And I'm, I'm always in, I'm chasing this, like only having 10 knives, but having the mm. 10 best knives for each possible purpose. I don't, I don't fully believe that. I mean, yeah, Jake, I understand that that's what you think you think, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I think you like to latch on to a specific knife and or product and then find a way to justify its purchase. So like all of us. And then justify selling it for the flavor of for the, the next, next thing. Uh, exactly. Season. Yes. Exactly. And I, I do go seasonally, not monthly, uh, but that is still a bit of a guilty pleasure. Yeah. He's like, uh, this week it might be the perfect pond knife. That's when it's yeah. always good. For like the like four Dude, four to five times. Spring. Yeah. Yeah. First day is oh spring. yeah, this totally I'm happens. Freak to me out! Too. I'm I gotta I need a better fixed blade. I'm gonna be down at the pond all summer, and then it starts getting cold, and yep. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna hermit in in the do, in, indoors now, and I need a tiny little awesome titanium something or other knife, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give you that. But you didn't mention copper but, under your guilty pleasures, so I'm gonna call you out for buying anything copper just because it's copper for a little while. 
And I, maybe I that's fine. Maybe I will do that. I, necess- I think I buy way too much to consider you copper ten shit. copper. You bought ten copper flashlights in two months just because they were copper. Oh, that did happen. Admit it. That happened. Yeah. But 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 <laughs> but it's gonna patina. No, listen, listen. I ha- that was on like one of those Banggood sites where like everything was like. 20 bucks. Don't say one of those bang good sites. It's just it Monopoly like it's money. definitely a porn site. Yeah, good bang. Yes. Porn, porn hub. hub. No, but there were Ear like hub. 20 bucks. I was like, I gotta have these. And I wanted the flashlights. They just only came in copper. <laughs> that, okay. I think subconsciously, that's what made you want that flashlight. Anyway. Uh, I, okay, move... Was no, I, I agree with you, Jake. It is incredibly difficult to get past that mindset of needing a knife for each specific purpose, even when you don't do anything. So, if any of you guys have listened to the podcast before, I think it's, I've made it hundred uh, percent clear that I don't do a lot of outdoorsy things. Yet, I constantly feel the need to get a fixed blade that I would somehow use in some fictional outdoors <laughs> situation that I'll never in be the trees. In. in the tree, yeah, in yeah the tree. doing tree doing tree shit. Yeah, like what am I? What am I going to do with this? And, and I can't stop myself, and I always buy them, and then I sell them, and then I feel like I need Maybe another one. Maybe you can one. spend some time with your grandparents. They're outdoor people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just just put me in the fucking ground now. Oh, God. <laughs> Soon enough. Yeah. Episode 30. Jake, sorry, I w- sorry. Yes. I was, I was looking at your questions. You have none really left. Yeah, no. I'm, I, I, there's more on uh, Levon's feed that might pertain to me than yeah. what I have in my. Just go on my feed and take a look. You can have some of mine. Yeah, I'm. Why don't you just go through? Okay, because Jake doesn't really have questions. They're more like statements, <laughs> which are. Um, I don't know where are we supposed to react to statements. Yo, that burger went right through me. Uh, oh dear God! Mm. No, hold it in, hold it in. This is almost done. Yeah, uh, I have an empanada that's stewing in me. Mm. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yes, as we've said before, I'm not sure if we have said it on the podcast, the glue that holds this podcast together is gastrointestinal issues. I'm hoping I don't sneeze because it's just going to come out. Oh, Jesus Christ. What did I say about poop jokes last episode? Why are poop jokes red, like, red flagged and everything else is fair game? Because we're above that. This is sophisticated. We are humor. in the muck and the mire. There is no rising out of shit. Don't jokes. drag us down to that level. This is sophisticated humor. We make guys, sophisticated references to animals and yeah, yeah, yeah. You it, almost it, made me forget my my best comment uh, from today was quote get disgustingly scarily deep into the minutia of sharpening, which is like first off that person was just trying to bait you because we know you would do that, and that's also hilarious, oh, yeah. absolutely hilarious. You, Jake, oh, yeah. when you do that, you're just going to be on the podcast by yourself. <laughs> It's gonna be a one-man podcast. I said, I said, I'm good for five or six hours and a fifty-slide PowerPoint presentation. Mm. And I think he said something like, "I would be sad there wasn't a seventh hour or something like that." Oh my god! So we've got at least one listener who wants to hear me talk about, um, you know, examining edges under microscopes to learn what's really going on. Maybe it's one of our six Australian listeners, as as <laughs> I Apple's saw that. metrics I saw now that. tell us. <laughs> We really don't have a great representation. We have three countries. Um, yeah. Welcome to the Jake Nuts podcast. They're all produ- they're English-speaking countries. That, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, wait, so our, our art hasn't <laughs> transcended the boundaries of language? I, we need some, like, real-time translator putting us all in Russian. I mean, that would be our next, that would be the next logical market. We would be, we'd be so rich. I don't think our jokes Knife translate n- into Russian. <laughs> Knife Nuts take <laughs> Moscow? 
They're just going to substitute all of our jokes with, like, ha-ha, capitalist imperial scum. All right, so maybe for our, our next guest will be a, a Russian-speaking individual who answers every question in Russian. Da. No. Yes. That's what I said. That I mean, we can say goodbye to him. I know das vidanya. That's, that's, uh, you're losing. I only really know that. how to say curse words in Russian. All right, that's good enough. We can, we can muddle through. We'll get Sergei Shirogorov. Or did I, did I pick the wrong Pizda. one? Pizda. Tell me I didn't pick the wrong Shirogorov. I don't know what you said. Uh, I don't know. I don't, this is like when you, this is, this is like when you didn't know which, which hawk was the young hawk. <laughs> I don't know which Shirogorov is the, is the good Shirogorov. A live one? Yeah, the one. This was the good, the good oh, one. That's good too. Then, then, then they get to spend their life in the outdoors. I mean, we treat dead people pretty much like they're alive, and people that are alive pretty much like they're dead. So, all right, I've got a question. Go. Shoot. This is actually question. a good one. So, tactical center elite. Is everyone bored of S thirty V? I'm gonna say yes. They are bored of it, and should they be? Probably not, because when people take like an actual reasonable, like step back, and I mean, we all as like enthusiasts have our heads so far up our asses about yes. like this hobby yeah. that we have no perspective on what we actually do with our knives so for the vast majority of us s30v is totally fine and we shouldn't be bored by it but it's a hobby and we're enthusiasts so anything old is gonna i'm be gonna boring. i know people lose sleep over the lack of niobium yeah right like it's like if you really use your knives enough to know then sure yes s30v is not sufficient for you but how many of those people are there? Like, they're, they're probably the minority of the of the knife world. I mean, Brian, how many people are, like, really needed the S90V you put on the mini Typhoons? That, probably that's not why he got so much shit for it. And he's gone. Because if you're not going to use the knife, then it's just harder to sharpen. Is that why they were complaining? I don't know. Yeah, but people want the S90V anyway. It's awesome. Just because it is. It is. But just and not even I mean it is awesome, but they just want it because it is S ninety V. Yeah. Not because they're going to take advantage of any of the things that S ninety V does. I I would respond, Are you tired of M three ninety yet? Because there there was like an instantaneous grab where anyone who was just getting into the industry and wanted to like, you know, hedge their best that they didn't have any choice but M three ninety. It was like a requirement to sell knives in twenty seventeen. I think I thought that was annoying. What are you talking about? I missed that. So you're saying that they every they new knife maker that's M390? popped up in the last like 18 months is using M390. Well, yeah. we know that basically we all know the order of operations here. It's like you got if you don't have S30V, it's like it's not even a knife anymore. And then if you have S35VN, you're just on the playing field. You can like, oh, okay, it's a passable knife. If you got M390, you are you are God's gift to knives. M390 is like, oh my God, I can't believe this has M390. Which is not like necessarily a problem because M390 is really good, but somehow it's like ubiquitousness it became, yeah, is it be, it making people less interested in it. So yeah. all we're so basically what we're saying is that knife collectors are stupid. We're, we're all dumb. dumb. We're idiots, and we have completely irrational reasons for wanting uh, different steels. That is the truest statement ever. Except yeah, like did you see the the CPM Rex 121 Kickstarter? It's gonna be like a small fixed blade in Rex 121. Still, like this is the Not peak yet. of us getting going too far. Did I just hear Except you? Except Le- Levon and I. Oh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Levon and I have a very legitimate complaint involving blade steels and Maximit. Oh yeah. Oh my God! I'm, every fucking episode. Still really? waiting for my goddamn triple eight and Maximit. All right, you're not getting it. Paid for it. It's I not happening. For it. 
No, I'm gonna get a spider Did... cone, Maxim. We know. I'm, I need to buy you that fucking thing so that we can stop talking about that. And then I'm gonna shoot it, just cause. Don't do that. Your life might fall apart if you do. <laughs> don't that. and don't reveal too much too soon. I'm not recording. Yeah, I, I think uh, just the whole steel thing is has gotten out of hand. I. I mean, I mean I'm guilty of it, and I still enjoy it. Oh, I sure. I still enjoy it, but yeah, we're dumb. Yeah, yeah. Let's accept it. We're all idiots. I'll right, be the voice that. of reason. The, the th- other thing here is that the cost difference when it comes to like a mediocre steel compared to a high-end steel is uh, on that small of a piece of steel is... It's minimum. So it's okay. It's okay to buy. To expect something a little bit more high-end maybe. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like If they're putting, if they're putting S3 in, they could put M390. And make the I'm, a, I'm on Alpha Knife Supply. I know how much that stuff costs. True, but they're probably buying in, you know, larger amounts. So I imagine the bulk costs are even. I think it has to do more with availability than anything else, and how much they can get uh, of of a certain steel more than the cost. Well, as far yeah, when when they go to do a a big production run, absolutely yeah, absolutely. But for for small runs uh, and for you know, CRKT would make us believe that all they can get is HCR thirteen MOV. Yeah. Well, actually, no. The kings of the kings of whinging about things is definitely Spider Co. In terms of complaining about all the costs of anything involving making knives, so. But yeah, I agree. CRKT does not seem to be aware of the existence of other steels. The cost of putting carbon fiber laminate over your G10. <laughs> yes, tool, tooling oh costs. Oh God! It, it is the it's the classic Spider Co. Mm. buzzword: tooling costs and ergonomics tooling changes <laughs> in order to get the ergonomics we need to make tooling changes which incurred tooling mm. costs so now your knife is a hundred more dollars than you thought it was going to be congratulations buy more delicas <laughs> <laughs> seriously it's where go, they raise the prices every year <laughs> it's always fucking tooling costs mm. i love spider cut though I, you know, I like them. It's just, it's you can't oh, deny no. that they're all that they always are raising their prices, and that some of it is not in keeping with the rest of the market. But there's also a very related question. I think this is the last question mm. from me, um, from Jonathan, Mr. Scurvy. Uh, does the knife buying public expect too much from production companies? And have we all been completely spoiled by how how good they've gotten? For example, like, has is my one hundred twenty dollar USA made knife? Is it, is it a problem that it's not custom levels of perfect, doesn't have the latest steel du jour, and is already overpriced type people? I will agree that there is... I was thinking about this while I was driving, so that means I should at least be able to enunciate this better than Jake earlier with whatever that idea was about M390. So I, I we talk about filthy casuals a lot, and I think filthy casuals are actually harmless. But there's this like new level of toxic casuals, mm. and if you want to meet one of these toxic casuals, go to Mass Drop and look at the oh, comments on yeah. any knife over a hundred dollars. It's these people who are new and don't understand the knife industry at as like they at just large checked off and knife expect everything. Yeah, and they expect everything to be cheap and inc- perfect and have like the most incredible things, and like they're spreading this like, and it's always super negative. Like, they're just spewing negativity about this stuff when they clearly are, are lacking perspective on the industry so, as a whole. So, yeah, I think people do have – I think the perspective is completely out of whack on how good things I have I think gotten. we have – we can coin a phrase like super casual to them or something like that. <laughs> Toxic, Toxic casual. I like it. I like yeah. it. It's good. 
I'm putting that in the book right now. I'm, I've started keeping a list of our uh, of our ling- of our lingo in case people need to translate. Oh yeah. God, fucking Rain Man over here. He's yeah, yeah. That definitely going in the book. Definitely He's writing with a with a quill. <laughs> Hang on, I got a dip. <laughs> Ow. Okay, good. Toxic, yeah, so, like, if a filthy casual is, like, a little kid who doesn't know better, a toxic casual is an asshole teenager who should know better, but chooses not to. And by teenager, you mean 24-year-old, right? Silicon Valley, first good job, spending yeah. all his money on, on lockpick sets. <laughs> on mass drop yeah, why does mass drop sets? always have those fucking lockpick sets? I, I what is care. this, fucking Skyrim? Do I need to like get my lock picking skills to one hundred so I can break into like the fucking imperial keep? You can't even talk about mass drop if you're not going to talk about lock pick sets, man. What is the? Yo, they're obsessed with it. What just, is it? Okay, just become just become the leader of the thieves guild. Get the skeleton key and the gray fox mask, and then you don't even need to practice. And you, yo, shout out to anyone that got that oblivion oh reference. Um, I got yo. it. But okay, but good. The, uh, they also sell these tiny little crossbows that shoot toothpicks. Which also like is their target demographic? I don't know because that's like that, dude, that shit's you hot. You take in that shit school. to middle school, you're getting fucking expelled. Yeah, true, probably. And someone's ending up with a toothpick in their neck. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not a titanium toothpick. Yeah, oh my god, so that's what I'm gonna do is buy one of those <laughs> and load them up with Kaiser titanium. Toothpicks. Yeah, when your ammo is thirteen dollars per toothpick, <laughs> things like shooting fucking Barrett fifty cal's. Uh. Well, I have a I have a little gift for all of us from uh, <laughs> from Instagram. Trav EDC mentioned me in a uh, not in one of our posts, but <clears throat> let's see here. Lionworks posted a knife that I guess is for sale in CPMD two, and Trav EDC says those three letters not China D two. So <laughs> someone someone used CPMD two. Someone was specific. It's out there. The truth is out there, Jake. You just have to get deeper into the seventh layer of woke to find out I'm, the conspiracy in, about D2. In China with like some sort of sci-fi background music. I don't, I'm going to have to go to China and find find the real, the splendid source of D2. You know, when, you, when you're the main character of the next fucking Dan Brown right. novel and it's about finding the source of the China D2. Yeah, like that. We're going to be millionaires. Agreed. Mm. Where did this fucking podcast though i don't know this is this is a disaster i'm so sorry everybody it's a bonus episode that's why this is that's right bonus episode you can't be mad yeah it's a bonus episode (laughs) um all right i gotta focus over here yeah there's better start pacing sidestepping what the fuck was that One more time. China D two. That's still <laughs> saying China D two. Oh. <laughs> you you oh raised them right god. on a steady diet of China. Oh D2. my god! Please get that as an audio clip. Which is why that was really impressive that she actually said China D two. She's listening. Yes, that was good. Um. Yeah. Where do we go from there? Um. Here's. <laughs> I, I love Luke's deathmatch. Lock both Balzano and Smock in a shop. First one to build a complete folding. Gets to live. Yes. Ooh, we'll make it out alive. Yeah, I really didn't know the Smock hate was like, we could do this I think, I don't think it's as bad as Balzano, but just being uttered in the same s- sentence. Yeah, that's it's not a good that's, place to be. It's not good. You know, 
And I try to stay neutral. I've never had like a really big problem with any of them. And Smock especially, like he's always been cool. Um, and Balzano, you know, he's reached he's reached out to us. You know, <laughs> yes, he's reached out to us. He wants to be a guest. He on does, the and you know, maybe we'll let him let that happen at some point. Let us know what you think. Yeah, so we so we can enable. Listen, more bad you behavior you, you don't know, you don't know. Oh yeah, he, t- he turned it around. Just like just like he delivered those Mars Kickstarter folders. Oh wait. Anyway, should I go live? No. Um, I don't think we have the the content right now to do that. <laughs> <laughs> nor nor the band. I don't have the the ability to hold my bowels to do that. All right. Well, I guess that we should wrap the podcast up then. All right. Okie dokie. Well, that's what you get for a bonus episode. Sorry, it sucked. Yeah. It it did. But definitely but. go visit Tackle Outdoors for your ten percent off put in knife knife. Can I say something? Yes you may, Stella. Can I say something, Daddy? Try to be too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>